Right, well, uh, Rory Butcher, um, a few days have passed since that uh, frightening off at uh, Silverstone, and I suppose my first question to you has to be, how exactly are you, Rory? Mike, I'm, do- I'm doing good. Um, you know, considering the, how sizable the impact was, you know, that's the biggest crash I've ever had in my, my whole career. Um, but, you know, I walked out of the car, and, and actually, other than a bit of tenderness in my, my legs, um, uh, I've uh, I've got back to training pretty quickly and and out running yesterday and and then back doing some kind of strength training today. So, yeah, I unfortunately doing really well. Well, I say that's just remarkable. We've just spoken off, Mike, and you told me that you went for a 10k run. That's not bad for someone who was involved in an incident like we saw at Silverstone, Rory. Exactly. It's uh, I think it just shows the the strength of these uh, the, these NGTC touring cars and and what a great job motorbase performance and and custom cages have done in designing the the, sh- the, sh- the shell. So yeah, I owe a huge thanks to the, the the regulations and also to to the team and custom cages because they kept me safe. They certainly did. Um, have you looked? at the instant Rory and I just wondered how much of that as a driver do you remember when it's actually taking place it must be very frightening I can't imagine what it's like for you Rory <laughs> yeah I've, I've watched to be honest I've watched it over and over again and the reason being is I really wanted to try and understand what happened mm. to, to, for it to, to happen in the first place so because of that I've then obviously seen the impact and the car rolling and so on and and, uh, and if I'm honest I remember it vividly um, you know, I remember being alongside Matt Neal. I remember us being close, um, but I, I don't. I don't think we realised quite realised how close we were. And um, if I'm honest, it, it, I wouldn't even describe it as contact. It was the. It must have been the lightest of touches because I didn't sense contact as such. I just felt the car go really light, and before you knew it, I was uh, yeah facing backwards and. Um, probably the impact itself was big, but I think the, the scary part is just before it because you have a just as you're skating along the grass you have a little moment just to look over your shoulder and see what you're about to hit and it's the time between seeing that and actually hitting it is uh, it's quite scary but once once you hit once I hit the barrier you know you I'm, I was curled up with my arms across my chest just trying to protect myself and uh, yeah you, you just feel these these hits and 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 yeah you don't know we, what's going on. No, and we spoke about this, Rory, in the media office about what you're taught to do or what you know instinctively what to do with regards to putting your hands across your chest. Um, take us through the procedure. What are you taught to do in that scenario, Rory? Um, I've never been taught how to crash properly, but <laughs> fortunately I've, I've had a few crashes, in, or unfortunately I've had a few crashes in my career. And quite early on, maybe like even 12, 15 years ago, just at the start of my career, I had a... A crash in a Formula Ford head-on at, at Knock Hill and, at Duffus Dip, and I just instinctively, just just before I hit the tire wall, I decided to put my my arms across my chest, and it's because I'd, I'd heard of people holding onto steering wheel tightly and breaking their their thumbs from because the steering wheel would would turn. So I think for me, it's just it's just like a yeah, you just go into like a brace position, and and for me, that that feels safe, and at least my arms aren't going to be flying around the car getting damaged. So yeah. And another aspect of the incident in itself, Rory, again, those barrel rolls that happened after you'd contacted with the barrier itself, there's a point where the car seems to dig into the turf, which slows it down before it enters the circuit again. And I suppose we, you, you as, you know, along with everybody would say, 
the fact that nobody else made contact with you, none of the other cars that were taking part in the race is just incredible, isn't it? Oh man, it's it's just it is incredible, and in some ways we, I'm, it's a fortunate thing that I actually hit the barrier because the speed that I was going and I, I, I could have narrowly missed that that barrier, but what would have happened is I would have crossed the track, and I think somebody would have been collected, and uh, that probably would have been worse. I think the the other driver may have been injured, so um, I just think probably the best thing may have happened, and. Uh, to to the car's detriment, but yeah, um, nobody got hurt, and that that's just the the good thing. It certainly is, and the fact that t- that you are well. Um, are there any doubts, Rory, um, about the motorbase Ford Focus your car? Whether that's going to be ready for Croft, considering the damage that looked to have been done to the car? Yeah, there are some doubts. Um, however, they have given them given themselves the best chance of getting it ready. So. I got a message on Sunday evening at half past midnight from David Bartram and it was a picture of the car on stilts in the workshop, completely stripped a bare shell. Then on the Monday morning, the car was already in a trailer on its way up to Lincoln Lincoln um, to custom cages and was going straight on the jig. And the, the, the only issue is um, there, there is actually quite a lot of the, the roll cage in the rear of the car that needs replaced. So the, uh, there's quite a, jo- a task to get this ready. And the team need the car back by Saturday if they want it ready for, for next weekend. So they're pushing like hell. Um, but there is there is a little doubt whether we'll make it. Well, again, well, fingers crossed that doesn't happen again. Obviously, if the calendar would have worked out, if it was one of those weak turnarounds, Rory, I would have assumed, as from what you're just saying, then you wouldn't have been racing at Cross. But fingers crossed that extra week that we've got, uh, you're going to be there. And I know that, uh, as you're saying, David Bartram and all of the Motorbase team will be doing everything that they can to, to get that uh, car ready. Um, just a quick touch on the weekend itself and where you are in the championship, Rory, before I let you go back to the family. Um, Silver Sunday got off to a great Great start, didn't it, with that first race? But I suppose then disappointment in race two and then the big incident. But you're only 45 points adrift behind Ash in the championship. And I know that, uh, fingers crossed, we when we see you racing, if we do at, uh, at Croft, that uh, you're going to be fired up and, and ready to bounce back as far as that championship uh, chase is concerned. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we, we had a pretty torrid weekend in terms of points scoring um, yeah we got that podium in, in the first race but obviously got tagged in race two by Ash um, on, on the first lap and then then the crash in race three so we've walked, only walked away with 17 points and uh, we did lose some ground but it's not over and um, I, you know the crash hasn't you know uh, put anything in my mind that it's almost made me more de- more determined so I'm going to be uh, yeah going to Croft with a, a positive mindset and uh, the aim of, of aim of coming away with a good points yeah. haul. And you don't think that that's a good point just about that, that thing about getting back on a motorbike or getting back on a cycle after you've fallen off. That doesn't deter you at all. Having had an incident like that, Rory, you'll be just desperate to get back in the car. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it's, it's just important to, to crack on and, and get on with it. And yeah, it's, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not scaring me. Um, I think these, these things happen and uh, it's just part of what we do. Um, but my goal, I've got such a, a focus on, on trying to fight for this championship that, uh, yeah, there's, there's nothing else for it but to, to go straight out and, and crack on. 
Um, just a quick one, Rory. Uh, your teammate, whilst you're doing barrel rolls and uh, being involved in an, an incident like that, Ollie Jackson goes and grabs his uh, his uh, his first win in a BTCC race. You must be delighted for him, aren't you? Oh man, so happy. And it, you know, obviously, my crash was an, a, a huge low point of the weekend for the team. But what completely turned it around for everybody was was Ollie's win. And I just think. Uh, you know, it's his first victory. It, it meant so much to him, and and it, you could see that it picked the team up from from a low moment. And uh, yeah, it's given us, given them some something positive to think about. So now I'm yeah. so pleased for him, and hopefully he can grab more before the end of the year. Fantastic. Well, Rory, I shall let you go. Get back to the family. So great that you're safe and sound and well. And uh, yeah, really, really pleased. And uh, fingers crossed with regard to the car, you're going to be ready and fired up and ready to bounce back when we get to Croft. Roy, thank you so much indeed. Thank you.